Welcome to Gabagoolinate. My name is Wes Dawson, and you are here just in time as this is the TikTok episode. <laughs> now, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with TikTok in the sense that I love to hate on it as much as I possibly can. You know, at first I felt that the cringe to creativity ratio made it acceptable. But the more that I watch it, the more I research the subject, the more I wonder if I was meant to die earlier in my life. But TikTok has brought some good to the world as well. It has done the impossible. It has made choreography in dances like the Macarena cool again. You know, we're, we're so worried about cyberbullying and the threats online, yet we're encouraging children to post these things. All I know is whoever did the choreography for the Macarena and artists like Lou Bega are obviously living their best lives. And I think the reason that I lash out so intensely against TikTok is maybe because it's the first time that I've truly felt too old to be a part of something. Of course, outside of my 16th birthday, and that's that was more my family's doing, but that's neither here nor there. So let's jump right into it. Some of the goods of TikTok, because like I said, it's not all bad. There are some great cooking posts, life hacks, visual effects, training suggestions. Like just today, I, I watched a small video for photo composition, which was eye-opening. But for every cool life hack video, there's a video of someone like, did you know you could open your pry open bottles on the hinge of your car door? Like, wow, yes, what a revelation that a pry off cap can be pried off. That's, thank God somebody posted that. I don't know what I would have done otherwise. I have been shotgunning everything I drink since I was 16. Now, as this episode could easily get off the rails, as my fervor to want to break down this app is burning but let's discuss some of the challenges now most of the challenges that i've seen when perusing through this app they are the equivalent in complexity and difficulty as i don't know like a pinch off the turd challenge the end result is basically the same you have a giant pile of shit so one was the kiss your best friend challenge now in some of the cases when your heterosexual male friend begins to mack you they acted all surprised like oh my god this platonic male friend had some form of sexual attraction to me like <gasps> what a shocker and there's plenty of them where you're like playing tricks on your partners or your pets and i know because there is nothing funnier than exploiting and playing tricks on people who trust and respect you you know what could be better than ridiculing them or belittling them in the hopes to get some likes from people that you've never met and likely never will and of course, some of the challenge I've seen, they kind of feed directly into the next topic on this episode. You know, some of these are like the no bra challenge, the does it fit challenge, basically any challenge that if you were to superimpose the person in the video into a pornography, uh, you would not be able to tell the difference in terms of the movement and what they're trying to put on display. And what I meant by this feeds into the next subject, it's about the over-sexualization of some cosplay and kind of the taboo issues surrounding it. The first disclaimer is that somebody's attire, their body language, their shortcut skirt, anything of that nature is in no way an invitation to touch, imply, or say something inappropriate. Like fucking read the room, people. Even though I've been told the answer, I am still somewhat curious how the over-sexualization of people's personal social media accounts is somehow the media or the patriarchy's fault, but we're gonna get into that, don't you worry. And I also want to say I encourage experimentation and expressing yourself in whatever manner you wish, because that truly is a form of art. 
And that being said, you also have to take into account the fact that you are responsible for what you express when out in public. Like if I strapped a 16 inch dildo to my forehead and had a shirt that said, kill Jesus, and I wasn't welcomed into my local grocery store, I could understand that. You know, some people say, I should have a right to not be judged. No, you don't. People's judging you in their own heads is nothing you have control over and you never will. So that's it's such a ridiculous thing to say. You have a right to not be bothered, certainly. Now, when I talk about these over-sexualized cosplayers, specifically what I'm talking about is the, for lack of a better term, slutifying of existing characters or characters that were hyper-sexualized to begin with. Someone can't be like, I'm not here to be ogled or gawked at. This is merely art and an homage to my favorite superhero. Well, last I checked, Batman doesn't have a six-inch latex miniskirt, shoulder-strap G-string cleavage, and his bat bits peeking out at the bottom. And the other example are these very sexualized anime characters, and some people wearing them will say, hey, I am dressed authentic to the original character. It is no way supposed to be a display or expression of my sexual being. And yes, you are authentic to your character, 100%. A character that was conceived by a older Japanese man looking to create a heavily sexualized person for whatever story he was telling. But I'd also like to mention that this is in no way a complaint. Not at all. Keep posting away. Less clothes, more jumping around. Go for it. You have my full support. Because you know what they say. One person's self-exploitation is another person's entertainment while pushing out some brown. But also this over-sexualization feeds into a larger issue. And now the hill I'm going to die on is, of course, Cardi B's WAP. Now, if you want to fight for a cause, go for it, so long as it's a good cause. Now, of course, some people say, well, how can you determine what's a good or bad cause? Well, that's like when people say, how do you differentiate between freedom of expression and hate speech? Do you fucking huff paint for breakfast? Like, Jesus Christ, read me a sentence and I'll tell you instantly if it's fucking hate speech or a freedom of expression. It's not that difficult to differentiate between the two. So last year, Baby It's Cold Outside was pulled off the air because it was deemed too offensive. Yet now, WAP, Wet Ass Pussy, is the number one song this year. That is some good shit people are smoking. People are going to say, Wes, no, WAP, it's a song of female sexual empowerment. Yes, probably about as empowering as a gangbang scene, of course. And women should embrace their sexuality, and they should not be ashamed of expressing themselves in that way. But saying that WAP is a song of female empowerment is the same thing as saying, I don't know, me getting railed from behind by a silverback gorilla. No, no, let me change that. Me getting railed from behind by one of those, you know, those white-furred gorillas from the Congo recently laid off from mining diamonds. Anyway, he's really aggressive, he's pissed off, slamming me right down to the bristle is in some way a film about endangered species and conservationism. Well, after that little rant, I'm just going to jump into good bad. So a good expressing yourself online. The bad, if it's something that you'd be embarrassed to show Gam Gam or you need to hide in your bathroom to film it, you may want to rethink your creative decisions. A good, reevaluating your life and your influences. A bad, people publicly cleaning out their Facebook lists, like I'm getting out all the toxic people and blah, 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 blah. It's like you're directing this message presumably at the people that you're clearing out of your Facebook lists. So how are they supposed to see this warning if you're removing them? I don't get it. A good, the American government putting a stop to downloads of TikTok and the Chinese government trying to steal our data. The bad, if anybody's data mining and stealing away our privacy, it will be these American-made social media companies. Thank you very much. 
I'm Wes Dawson. This has been Gabagool and 8. Please listen, like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, by the next full moon,